from the beautiful lobby of Broadcast Park. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Thank you very much, Lauren Mole. Uh, hey, wait a minute. What, what's going on here? Things uh, are getting switched around today. Lauren, it's September. You know we always pull a September prank. Ah, oh, September fools. That's right. You and I are the September fools. But we've got a couple guests. There's a dog in the lobby of Broadcast Park. Did you hear that? I did. <laughs> we have a couple of folks who are not fools on our show today. We have Susan Bartolucci, who's going to be talking about her wonderful American Folk Art Festival. And she is a proprietor of Madonna Estate. And, uh, well, she's actually sitting right here. I could just have, uh, ask her to say hi. Hello. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? That was that was rehearsed too. Okay, well done. Well, I can't wait to sit down and talk with you about your family's history and your art and your creativity. And we also have, speaking of creative folks, one of our former guests back to talk a little bit about what he's been up to and maybe a little lucky penny. It's Dan Monez. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Lovely to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me. It's going to be a good show. I can't wait. In the meantime, we invite you to join Judd at his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Thanks, Lauren. We love having folks come. Visiting information is at judshill.com. And while you're online, you can uh, check out some of our fun videos. You can see uh, some of our fabulous events, including we're doing a, a wine club cruise coming up. You might want to come along with us on that. And uh, you can also put some wine in your shopping cart and should we give them a deal? Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all lowercase letters, please, no capitals, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. Such a deal, Lauren, 15%. We can do a little better if you'd like to be a member of the Judd's Hill Wine Club. You get a little better deal than that, and you get invitations to all sorts of events, and you get to try all the delicious wine. So I hope you'll join us at Judd's Hill, and I hope you will also join Madonna Estate for some of their fabulous wine. And the website there is www.madonnaestate.com Go see them online and in person and in the meantime, let's have a nice show. Let's do so, Judd. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person On Judd's Napa Valley Show On Judd's Napa Valley Show Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley Judd's Napa Valley Show Harvest is a joyful time of gathering the produce of the land And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein! Hey, Lauren Mole, thank you so much, sir. Oh, top of the day, Judd. Top of the day, good to see you, man. What's happening? Well, I'm happy to say that tomorrow I'm going to be an official guest speaker at the Napa County Office of Education's Back to School event tomorrow. No kidding, what's the topic? Uh, about how I've been through the school system. <laughs> well, that's great. You should be very proud. You've been a Napa school. You're a product of the Napa school system from 
what, kindergarten all the way through? Starting on the infant program, as a matter of fact. Oh, my goodness, even before kindergarten. That's right. Well, so can you give us a little preview? What are some of the highlights of your experiences here in the Napa school system? Uh, well, of course, I got to do my senior project in Napa High on, on broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, elementary school, I just couldn't quite stand the cafeteria smell, so uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I started my own lunch group. Oh, really? What was that? It was fun. I mean, like a group of kids would get right. together yeah. and give me a chance to interact with the kids. So we play games and uh, do a lot of other fun, cool stuff outside of the cafeteria. Outside the cafeteria, you're a leader, man. Natural nice. leader. Yeah. That's yes. great. Well, nice. That's exciting. Nice. That's a, that's a, that's a sample. Okay. Good. Uh, who gets to hear this speech? School officials, uh, maintenance workers, office workers, administrative uh, people, and and teachers too. Is it open to the public at all, or is this is just for the uh, the folks at the school district? This is just for the folks in the school Got district. It. Okay, well, congratulations, and uh, break a leg out there. Nice. That's very cool. Thanks. So, uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? You've yeah. been away for a while. Yeah, yeah, not really too far away. It's just that we're in harvest season, and uh, I've just, you know, the grapes are coming. And when the grapes are coming, i got to put down everything else. So, you're right, we have not been here the past couple weeks, and I'm very excited that we're back. And what's coming up? Well, I mean, at the winery, it's just grapes, grapes, grapes. I close my eyes at night, and I just see grapes and dream of grapes and and think about grapes. So I'm glad to be here. It's a little distraction, and it's fun. But coming up, some stuff that is non-grape related, some exciting stuff. I'm, I'm really, really happy to announce that on Tuesday, September 19th, at the Blue Note Jazz Club here in Napa, there will be an evening with the My Kai Gents, my band. We're going to be doing old time, our whole... <clears throat> Sorry, take your time, Yeah, I, I'm getting, that's how, how excited I am. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll be doing our old time Hawaiian music show uh, Tuesday, September 19th at the Blue Note in Napa. A 7 o'clock show and an 8.45 p.m. show. And tickets are available at bluenotenapa.com. I hope every single person... Listening to my voice right now will get tickets, and it, it ain't going to be expensive neither. Uh, tickets start at ten bucks uh, and end for the close-up seats uh, still less than twenty, so not bad at all. And they've got full bar dinner. It's going to be a lot of fun. Then, just about a month later, or a few weeks anyway, on Friday. October 13th. This is the Friday the 13th show. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, it's going to be good, though. This is your. This is my lucky day, and anybody who shows up, I think, as well. A really cool show that I was asked to be a part of. It's called Vineyard Home Companion. little takeoff on Prairie Home Companion. It's going to be a bit of a music and vaudeville, and it will be at the Napa Valley Opera House, and I've been asked to co-host this. So I will be one of the two hosts, Beverly Shotwell, the great actress and personality here in the valley will uh, be the, my co-host and it will feature the music of obsidian sun and meisner and smith plus there'll be a little comedy maybe a little magic who knows what's going to happen um what i know is going to happen is going to be a good time so that is friday october 13th tickets are on sale now at uh, nvoh.org and that stands for napa valley opera house that's 8 p.m and tons of fun so folks Come on out. Giving you some good excuses to get out and enjoy some nightlife in Napa. That's what I've got. I would like to now do a bit of Judd's Napa Valley show. Okay. We've got actually a couple guests here. I've written up a – or you've written up here. You've got an intro for one of them. Then I'll introduce the other. And uh, let's get to it. They've got a lot going on, and I want to hear what what it is. 
Sounds like a plan. All right, thanks. Robin Williams made Death to Smoochie and Charo a search Coochie Coochie. Please forgive this lame rhyme to introduce for Monsieur Finkelstein our guest today, Sue Bartolucci. Oh, <laughs> you worked like in it. Death to Smoochie? Like Sue. <laughs> I've never had a poem for myself. That's well, awesome. there you go, Sue. <laughs> you you have just been Lauren Mold. That's right. He's a professional. That's his signature stuff. Um, not quite at the moment. Well, well, we we ought to put these together in some form. Sue Bartolucci, very happy to have you here. This is quite a pleasure. You you are a presence here in Napa Valley, and we're going to get into lots of different facets of who you are and what you've done and what you're doing. I also want to mention that with you here is a former guest of ours. This is your second time on Judd's Napa Valley Show. You are the former chief of police here in Napa, California, and current star of the musical stage, which I think is just great. It's Dan Monez. Welcome, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing great, Mr. Monez. Good to see you. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's such a pleasure. We're going to talk about all kinds of good stuff. A little bit separate. You're doing some stuff together. Let us. Let, where should we even start? It's just amazing. Let's let's talk about. Let's Su- Susan. Let's let's talk. Let's talk to you. I want to talk to you a bit about who you are, a bit of your history here in Napa, and then we're going to get into what's going on with the two of you. Do you mind? Is that okay? No, that's perfectly fine. Um, you, you're part of the Bartolucci family here with Madonna Estate Winery, yes, which is one of the oldest. We uh, are actually celebrating 95 years this year. Wow! Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Growing continuously, growing grapes and making wine in the valley. Our original winery started in Oakville. I, I actually moved to the valley in 1968, so I've been around, seeing a lot of changes. Yeah, you, you're originally from where? Southern California. I was born in Hollywood. Hol- hey, hooray! <laughs> I know. <laughs> hooray that for that! Happen. I know you don't hear many people that Sh- happening. Shall I ask you where in Hollywood? Um, well, it was actually a few um, blocks from Hollywood and Vine. In, at the Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital. Presbyterian and then, Hospital. Yes. And then I lived a small part of my childhood in the valley. Okay. My dad was a contractor. He built a lot of the, some of the first buildings in that in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, wow. Okay. And then we moved to Northern California where um, I like to consider that where I grew up. Okay. Was that here in, in Napa? or No, was it was actually a little farther north. It was near um, the Oregon border, a little town called Wairika. Oh, sure. I came south later years. My father was transferred, and I ended up going to college, and I met my husband, Buck Bartolucci, in college. So that was the Napa connection. That was that's the connection. That's what brought you here. Yes, that's what brought me here. And I was, thank heavens, that it wasn't someplace like... Um, some desert place or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have been met. He could have been from anywhere, and that you know, I was really happy that it was here. You lucked out in that department. I did. In a, you know, finding totally. love and also the love who lived in Napa. That's did. not bad. <laughs> We're celebrating a lot of things um, besides the winery. Celebrating ninety-five years. Yeah. It's also Buck's fiftieth harvest this year. I was going to say, if you was was sixty-eight, his first harvest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for then, him. So, yeah, this is number and, 50. Um, wow. Then um, we also, well, next year we'll celebrate 50 years being married. That's not. <laughs> and then this year uh, also the festival is on the, it's 10 years being at, at Madonna. 
Oh, well, the, well, the festival. Well, let's. Why don't we mention it since okay. you segued right into it? I did. Yeah. Um, you, you, it's <coughs> something you started, the American Folk Art Festival. The American Folk Art Festival. Yes, it uh, was actually originated by a friend of mine, and I inherited it. Oh, okay. And made it what it uh, put a little different spin on it. It was a different time of year. It's now in the fall time, which is my favorite time of year. Yes. So it's been at the winery for 10 years, and it has quite a following. It's folk artists and it's antiques. And we have actually 10 people from out of state coming this year to be in the festival. So that's pretty exciting. Quite a reputation to draw from that circle. I have to travel here, actually travel here. to get, And um, I'm really excited about them. The festival is happening this Saturday from 10 until 3. And my philosophy is if people are interested in going to an event, then they go and they they if you have one that's like two or three days, sometimes you have like people that maybe are looking and that's good too, but the people that are really interested in being there are there for a short period of time. So it's that's why the hours are so just focus, laser right. beam. Exactly. This is what it is. And American they, the, folk art. And yes. the, the art itself is autumnal in theme. There's a lot of Halloween type theme. Exactly. Art. And this is all handmade crafts, found objects, I believe, turned into art. We'll find. And you yourself are one of the artists, correct? I am. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do is um, found objects. And I use assemblage, collage, figurative sculpture. I believe that everything has potential. And as we're sitting here, I'm actually looking around to see if I could find anything that I could use. <laughs> I noticed your eyes darting around <laughs> the studio here. I think one of the f- the funniest things, I, I spoke to a group of um, the Seroptimus, their early morning club, and I was a, f- a speaker to talk about art, and it's a whole room full mostly of men, and I thought... Early in the morning, too. Yeah. No alcohol or anything. So I was thinking, how was I going to talk to them about art? And I caught their attention by telling them that there are uses for all those things in your garage that you think are useless. Somebody could turn that into art. And they they were wondering where they could drop it off. <laughs> <laughs> and so by the end of the show, or the uh, speech... Yeah. They had gone around the room and picked up trash all over the room and brought it to me afterwards and said, here, make something with this. Was there anything useful? Is, do you draw the line anywhere, like between trash and potential art? No. Um, everything has potential to become something else. Like a goopy popsicle wrapper? No, you can do something with that. I mean, I even you have used my x-rays for art. X-rays, like? Yes, From a doctor. I've, You've been right, checked out and right. you get your x-rays and yes. that, that's now artwork. Right. What have um, you done with that? Well, you love Halloween, so I assume there's something in a Halloween theme with the x-rays? Yeah. You can make some really great um, pins and all different kinds of things. Um, some little shadow boxes with your x-rays. So you need to look at everything as having a potential to become something else rather than what it is. I like that can be that you can stretch out that analogy to all sorts of objects in life, I think, including even uh, us humans. Yes, everybody has potential. Which is, which is a, a wonderful way to, to look at life. I'm, I'm reaching over. Something's up with this microphone right now. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, hopefully folks can still hear us. The American Folk Art Festival, 
I'm going to give it a big plug right now, and then we'll get back to it again. But it is this coming Saturday, September 9th, from 10 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. at Madonna Estate Winery, which is Old Sonoma Road right there at Highway uh, 12 there. You'll see the tent. There's, there'll be the big tent. And now this is kind of nice. Uh, a portion of the proceeds are going to benefit the Lucky Penny Community Arts Center. Yes. And folks I... can find out about that at LuckyPennyNapa.com. As if I didn't know, what is your connection to Lucky Penny Community Arts Center, Susan Bartolucci? Well, it, it's my daughter, Taylor Bartolucci. Another former guest on this show. Yes. And her business partner, Barry, I've been friends with for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of Lucky Penny, I was their only helper. <laughs> and things have changed now. We have lots of wonderful volunteers throughout the Valley that come and help us. But I used to be the point person for all the things. We Our first show was at the rail station Yes, called Baggage. And I remember this. This has yeah. to be... Close well, to 10 years ago or something. I mean, it was it, been several years. 2009. Okay, 2009. We're close. So you were yeah, close. About eight years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, pretty much everything. Tickets, uh, door, raffle, all you know, all that stuff. In fact, I got to actually, I had to give the raffle up because every time I approached somebody, now, you know, they would run away, you know, <laughs> thinking <laughs> they I see would, you coming. Like, what does she want from me? Right, on the, ah. on the street or something. I, no, I don't want to buy any raffle tickets. So um, now I'm, I'm behind the scenes, which even more behind the scenes, which I like. I'm the greeter at the door mm-hmm. on most occasions, and I help uh, with costumes and, um, and props sometimes and that type of thing. You know, I don't know you very well, but I can tell you're a very hands-on person who likes to involve herself in creative aspects of just about whatever it is you're doing. Because you just said you've done everything, pretty much you were the one helper at Lucky Penny when it was going on. And I think I read a quote about you at Madonna Estate, how you have done every task there is to do in a winery at least once for at least 10 minutes. (laughs) It's true. Is that right? It's very true. And also in the vineyard, too. You know, I want to have experience in all the fields. Okay. It doesn't say how long you have to have that experience. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, we're going to jump around a little bit. So let's go back to winemaking. Then we'll get back to, to Lucky Penny. And we'll get back to the the Folk Fest. And, and, Dan, at any point, you know, feel free to pop in. You don't need me to to point at you um, if you've got something to, to add. You too, Lauren. This is a free-for-all. But, but Susan. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. In that... <laughs> In that, in your tasks of 10 minutes, what are a couple that you wouldn't mind? I mean, I know you're still involved. That you, so you still enjoy doing and uh, the most, I'd say. And what are a couple that you're glad you had those 10 minutes, but that was enough? As far as the winery goes? Yeah, it's the winery. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, actually, in, in self-defense, I had to do those things in order to see my husband, too, because... Uh, you know, ever since we've been dating, yeah. he's been working. And, um, he's a hard-working had, guy, so he's yeah, out the line. I mean, he actually has a white truck, and he gets out of it. <laughs> he just doesn't drive around in it. A lot of uh, people probably know him just from driving around in the truck waving at them. And they say, well, that's all he... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he actually stops the truck, gets out, and does some work. He... You know, everything. He still does frost. The alarm goes off in our bedroom. Oh, yeah. Even at this stage in our lives, that's still a part of he his... He doesn't delegate that out. Nope, okay. nope, nope, nope. It's well, what does he do? 
he gets up and if it's a he has to turn on the machines the the wind machines Mm -hmm. and he's checking the temperature i went with him one night because i think that whole night world is fascinating (laughs) the whole night world of they have different fashions that they wear. They have their part of their pajamas and different things. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop you just for a sec. I would imagine you've seen the movie Walk in the Clouds. Yes. It came out 20-something years mm-hmm. ago. There's the scene where they go out to do the frost protection. Do you recall that? Yeah, you just you made the fluttering <laughs> motion. Yes, they have those big butterfly wings mm-hmm. they put on. And do you remember all the ladies kind of have like a silky negligee on and the men are in their tank tops and everyone looks beautiful and sexy as they light the smudge pots and they're they're waving the heat around with those butterfly wings but we know (laughs) and i think most people might know that when we're talking frost we're talking freezing temperatures right Mm -hmm. so silky negligees and tank tops that's not what you're talking that's not what you go out in when it's frost protection time is it susan no it's not no. well buck, buck actually wears a negligee <laughs> oh buck does <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> one time he was wearing him this this fellow said to him oh hey i haven't seen paisley shirts in 10 years he it was his pajama top oh, yeah. it was very fashionable out there and warm and the yes. point is, it's 32 degrees or below when you're out there. And well, I actually went out there with him a few times just to see what it was like. And he can actually sleep standing up. It's like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he was checking temperatures, and I was talking to him, and he was leaning against the truck, but he was asleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I remember these days. You know, we don't own vineyard anymore. We sold the last of our vineyards about 10 years ago. We're still, mm-hmm. of course, making wine. But I remember the days of the, the frost alarm going mm-hmm. off at 2, 3 in the morning, and you got to get up and take care of business. In the 60s, there was a uh, 21 sta- straight days of frost. Oh, my. Um, I'll never forget that. And that's when they could use smudge pots, and the whole valley was just like it was um, the smog and whatever was like was on fire. It's like it's been the past few days. Right, fires exactly. Fires north and the smoke getting trapped here. And that's one of the reasons why they banned them. I still, yeah. we have some that we had. We drove to Los Angeles and got them on a flatbed truck. I'll never forget it. I was much younger. I have those now as a memorial in the vineyard. It's kind of like a living sculpture. It's an art piece. Yes. all the, It's an installation of smudge pots. And it looks really cool, huh. I think. And what do you use now, just out of curiosity? Sprinklers, fans? We use fans. Fans. Yeah. They're kind of funky. It's um, my husband likes to put things together, and mm-hmm. you know they're they don't look probably like the normal fans. He's okay. Italian, so you know duct tape tape and a little ingenuity can fix any problem. That's true, <laughs> and I don't know. I, I I didn't know that was a stereotype. It's certainly not unique. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Italian, and I use duct tape for lots of things. In fact, folks, we do a lot of custom winemaking, and folks say, "How do you keep every all your different?" Um, clients how do you keep everything straight like everyone said i said we have a very high-tech tracking system this was a few years ago i said duct tape and sharpie (laughs) that's how we that's how we fix everything that's how we keep everything on track now we do have computerized systems and whatnot but um, a lot to be said for duct tape you go back to the basics that's (laughs) (laughs) that's it life in the vineyard let's let's keep talking about Everything. This this is great. You you were you were a teacher too for a long time. We're jumping yes. around. We're going back in time now. Okay. For years and years, you taught in Yonville. Do you teach I, in Napa as well? Uh, yes, I taught in the little Yonville school before Yonville was the Yonville that we know today. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole different world in those days. Um, 
you probably could have bought the whole town for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the land. And I had some of the notable children of some of the, you know, up-and-comers in the valley. I had the Bartizona children. And I had the people that started one of the partners in the vintage, the that that had the restaurant. Oh, I can't think in of vintage it. Vintage 1870. Oh, the Schmitz. Yes, oh, the Schmitz. absolutely. All those people, they were all, you know, had children, young children then. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went from that school to the old Lincoln on Main Street, yeah. the old brick building. Right here, um, in, uh, yes, here in Napa. Right yeah. here. And I was part of, of that environment, was the old school. And then they tore it down and built, you know, the non-graded, ungraded open space that's now New Tech High. And I taught there for a, year, mm-hmm. for a while and then last at Phillips. But, um, Did you have a specialty when you were at the high, the high, high school level? I assume when you were in Yonville, you were teaching everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We even, um, what I loved is I, I got the old, the veterans involved. Oh, good. The veterans home. Um, the, all, there's a lot of really talented guys there sure. that have a lot of skills and a lot of knowledge about things. And I thought it would be fun for them to come down and, and mingle with the little, with the children and they did and they taught like fly tying and oh how nice <laughs> um some lost arts you know um those guys do have a lot to offer and uh i think it's great that you were including them it was good for the kids good for them i'm not sure exactly where, where to look up the information but i know that they have or have had on sundays they have live music and dancing mm-hmm. up at the veterans home they've got the heroes cafe which is their little you know their lunch breakfast and lunch spot you can get a hot dog, you can get a beer, you can get a sandwich. And it, that's all open to the public. I, I would encourage folks to go up there and, you know, grab a hot dog and a beer, go up and hear music and dancing and, and hang out and get to know these folks that live up there. They've got stories to tell, experiences to share. They do. I mean, great. they have a wealth of knowledge. When Taylor uh, was in high school, she did some plays up there at the Veterans Home mm-hmm. and we got them involved in the plays. They were in Annie. They were some of the cabinet members. Lauren? (laughs) Hey, I was in that play. (laughs) Really? In Sonoma. Oh, okay. I was Franklin D. Roosevelt. Oh, my gosh. Whose big line was, My fellow Americans, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You delivered that (laughs) well. Look at that. (laughs) Okay, so Taylor was doing plays up there. Oh, yeah, she was doing some plays up there when she was younger. Um, before Lucky Penny. She's been doing plays since she was four, mm-hmm. so she's um, been doing it for a long time. And I could write a book to any parent that has a child that wants to do that about what it's like. Be a stage parent? <laughs> well, I don't, I, the stage mom has kind of a bad connotation, okay, but so I mean a, a, a supporter of the arts. Okay, to guide then. the creative, exactly. dramatic child uh, on that life path. Yeah, just figure that there will be nothing else in your life mm. <laughs> except driving them to rehearsal. And um, Yeah, I'm getting a bit of that myself. Yes. I think you know my kids are right into the dramatic arts themselves. And um, it, well, you know what it's it like. It does take over. I know. But it, it's glorious when you see them shine and doing what they love to do. Well, you know, I think that's one of the keys for keeping kids, you know, pointed in the right direction is to keep them busy. Yeah. And how, uh, give them, you know, some opportunities of things to do so they are active all the time. 
I'm, I'm sure Dan, in your in your law enforcement past, can speak to the importance of keeping kids interested and busy. Yeah, not just interested, but my theory always was <clears throat> my my best advice for parents was your job as a parent is to find your kid's passion. Mm-hmm. If you can find a young person's passion and introduce them to that and give them the opportunity to explore that, chances are they're going to be, number one, successful, and number two, they're not going to be doing things you don't want them to do. So uh, you know, sometimes you have a lot of failure doing that. I can remember with our daughter, you know, we tried Little League, we tried uh, T-ball, and mm-hmm. that didn't work, and we tried karate, and that didn't work. So we had to go through five, six different things until you finally hit on it, but that's what it's all about, really, and I think... Sue's absolutely right. Once you find that and they, they love it, that's their passion, they'll, they'll just excel. It's great advice. We're going to stop there just to take a break, but we will be back in a few moments with Dan Monez, Susan Bartolucci. We're going to talk about uh, the American Folk Art Festival a little bit more. We're going to talk about what's happening at Lucky Penny Community Arts Center. We're going to hear some updates about some of the great roles that uh, Dan has been in and uh, is currently starring in. Uh, and uh, it's going to be lots of fun. You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll be right back after these messages. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Northern California and streaming live in Houston at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you very much, Mr. Lauren Mole. We're off to a great start for our first show back in a couple weeks. Harvest time gets a little nutty. I'm not able to make it every week as the grapes come uh, tumbling in. But uh, today's a good day. We're talking with Susan Bartolucci. We're talking with Dan Monez. We're talking about the American Folk Art Festival. We're talking about Lucky Penny Community Arts Center. We're talking about Napa history. This is fun. This is why I do the show. (laughs) This is a good time. So, Susan. Yes. You were telling me that you have a wine, Madonna Estate Wine. I'm assuming this is Madonna Estate Wine. Yes, it is. And there's some labels right here that are beautiful, and these help fund, basically it's a little fundraiser for the various shows that you put on, including the American Folk Art Festival and uh, this Holidays Festival. You want to talk about these and how folks can get these wines? Every year, because I, I know lots of artists, I ask in the past someone to design a label for the wine, and we have a a wine called Hollow Vine Wine that we have made for the American Folk Art Festival for 10 years. And every year a different artist designs a label. And it has to have, the only qualification is a a folk arty feel, Mm -hmm. but reflect their personality. And so this year, Nicole Sayer, a very well-known artist in this area and all over, she has fans everywhere, um, designed the label for the wine, and she is a a doll maker, reminiscent in the old style dolls. Okay, and so she, this label. Here. Yes, so yeah. she did. Her inspiration, she said, was you know she had to have a figure that represented frolic and and fun, which the festival is. She has she's holding a, wine, a glass. Of holding wine. a glass of wine in one hand, uh, what mm-hmm. looks like sort of a 
Mardi Gras masquerade right? mask and the other. She has Very like, nice. So it really reflects her spirit. And we've had all different kinds. We've had some international artists design the label, and they're just thrilled to do it. In fact, some uh, most some of them, actually, I think all of them, it's the first time they ever designed a label. What an opportunity for them. And how do folks, how does it raise funds? How do folks buy this wine? Um, well, of course, the collectors that like the show, uh, like the artist, you know, or they're fans of, they're like first in line. But everybody likes to have it because they have a whole retrospect of all the years, 10 years of all these beautiful labels, each one individual. Are they are they available ahead of time, a website at the event? How do folks get it? The point is, how do we get you money? <laughs> Put in the plug. Okay. Yes. Well, we need that. Yes. Um, well, the wine is released the day of the show. Okay. That, that's that's when it starts. So people buy it at the show, but then you can order it online through the winery. Go to our website, www.madonnaestate.com. Okay. Uh, you can also call the winery and order the wine, um, 707-255-8864. Okay. We've had some real interesting people uh, call and order wine for their parties back east and... A lot of people are having Halloween parties, and so it's the perfect thing to have an actual Halloween wine that a one-of-a-kind label. Yeah, Halloween is your thing. You love it. You celebrate. You create art for it. Dan, are you a Halloween person as well? I am, especially when my kids were little. I always was a big Halloween fan. That was my favorite holiday growing up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any memorable – because, you you know – I like your path. And we talked about this in the last show. So folks can look up on iTunes, Judd's Napa Valley Show, scroll down to uh, the Dan Monez episode. But it's just I'm like, on iTunes? You're on iTunes, <laughs> Holy man. Smoke. Congratulations. Wow, you're famous. I was wondering what those royalty checks were that I keep getting. <laughs> like the other day, I got seven cents. Not, so that was, I wish I could say it's for me, but the minute <laughs> I get seven cents, I'd be happy to share yeah. some of that with you. But you know how much I get for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this much. I'm making a big yeah. zero well, with my fingers that, yeah. at the moment. Then they're done that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, when we talked about your path, which I just think is it's so cool and perhaps a bit unexpected, you know, you got, you know, we'll, we'll start with the law enforcement and then you, my you real be, job became the <laughs> you know chief of police here. And now you are. A, a star of the musical theater. I think that is the neatest thing. So you have this creative bent, obviously. And how did that manifest itself in your Halloween? Usually creative people love Halloween. Yeah, I mean, just the, to, the costumes and trying yeah. to be as scary as you can be. And, yeah. Um, you know, just I just love trying to trying to develop a costume and makeup that was effective and, and scary. So any memorable ones? Any ones that really uh, got to folks? I liked, you know, I liked anything to do with devil costumes and yeah. uh uh, this is as an adult. As a kid, I wanted to be Batman. I mean, that okay. was, I, I was a Batman freak. <laughs> that was it. But, you know, yeah, uh, vampires. You know, one year I did a really good vampire costume. Um, yeah. And then once in a while, a funny one I'll slip into. It's always good to get a few laughs. It's yeah. coming up. Halloween is yeah. coming up. That's what the... That's what Susan's uh, show is all about celebrating. So are you planning anything, Dan? You, you don't know. The kid, my kids are all grown. So um, I'm going to be – actually, I'm going to be in the Crucible over Halloween at oh, Lucky Penny. Well, that's a- appropriate. So, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting production. It, the director's vision is to make it very scary. So it mm. won't quite be as academic as some productions. You know, where it has a message and a moral. Obviously. Sure. If those that don't know, the show was written by Arthur Miller mm-hmm. uh, to – to sort of criticize and satirize the McCarthy hearings. Yeah, the House Un-American. Yeah, but he couldn't do that 
openly, so he had to disguise it in the in the in the guise of this play, which is the Salem Witch Trials. Right. So in essence, he's the. I, in essence, I the character I play is sort of the McCarthy character. Oh, I play oh, the hanging okay. judge. You are. Oh, yeah. wow. And uh, you're so, the heavy. So instead of it being more about strictly about that message, it's going to also be very scary. Um, I understand there's going to be some special effects and some some really interesting things. It'll it'll give people a little bit of a Halloween fright wow, in addition good. to a good message. And that's going to be at Lucky Penny. That's at Lucky Penny, and that opens yeah that opens on October twentieth, I believe. October twentieth, and runs through November fifth. So it's over the ha- Halloween week. Super, and super. It should be fun. LuckyPennyNapa.com. Yes, is where folks and two six 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 three zero five. What 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 other roles have you've taken a lot of roles since we last spoke? What have been some of your highlights? Boy, um, you know, I started doing musicals a few years back, and and I've been doing a lot of those. the The good thing about pe- actors my age who can sing is the good thing is there aren't many of us out there. So when those roles come up, there isn't a lot of competition. You know, people that, that are right. Lauren's age get thirty people auditioning mm. and. Uh, you know, just a lot of competition. So that's good. The bad news is there aren't that many roles for you. So oh, you have I to see. really try to grab the ones that you want. But, um, I mean, my most favorite musical roles, uh, I just did the the play, the musical Titanic, oh, yes. which was just a beautiful show. I had never heard of it before. I mean, no, I obviously I, know the Titanic. I but, mean, I know the, the movie. Yeah. Based on the movie? Yeah. Or? Yeah, um, no, or, it's actually no. a very much more historical account. I know nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but it was very moving. And, we, I mean, audiences cried and they... They, um, they they laughed, and it was just a very moving experience mm. to be a part of that cast. I played two or three different characters. So that was really fun, and that was at Spreckles, which is a huge theater. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first time I did a show at Spreckles was, I think, Andy Get Your Gun. I played Sitting Bull. I thought, man, this must be what Broadway is like, because they have these beautiful dressing rooms that are mm. huge. Biggest stage in Northern California, bigger than, oh, uh, really? bigger than the current, bigger than – it's just it's huge. It's all bigger than the Orpheum? Not bigger than the Orpheum. Uh, state-of-the-art uh, technology. And so it's a 600-seat house, so it's mm-hmm. just perfect. So that was fun. And, and I, there's others that I've done I liked. Uh, I also just did 1776, wow. the story of our founding fathers. And I've always been a big history buff. Went to Philadelphia several years back and went into Independence Hall and touched the chairs that they sat on and wow. cried. and Give you a little inspiration. Really, yeah, I mean, I thought, well, this tiny little room, which is very tiny when you're in it, uh, and these men in the in hundred degree weather, in humidity, forged this country in that in that in that hot forge of, of a room, and it's yeah. amazing the sacrifices they made to do that. And so that was also a very good musical and uh, fun to do. And I love doing period pieces in here. Again, I like the costumes. Yeah. So yeah. the Crucible will be fun with the costume. And right now I'm in a production at um, in Sonoma at Jack London State Park. Well, it's not State Park anymore. Jack London Historic Park. Uh, it's more, the only state park that was abandoned by the state of California when they had the big budget crunch. Oh, Remember no. when they shut down several? I, I do. This one, the state said, we don't want it anymore. They never brought it back. Never brought fold. it back. So a uh, nonprofit group who is like the, 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 the booster group mm-hmm. formed a, a corporation to uh, run the park and maintain it. So this is a fundraiser for them. And uh, it's a story of Jack London's life. And I've been a big Jack London fan since I was a kid. I okay. read all of his books, tried to do everything he did. Except go to Alaska. If I could have figured that out when I was twelve, I would have. But um, so this has been fun too. And I play the owner of, of Heinold's Bar, 
Johnny Heinold, it was in Oakland where he hung out a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. actual place. It's still there. It's can, still there. Yeah, Folks can still Famous for the slanted bar, mm-hmm. and uh, it was made out of an old whaling ship. And so Johnny Heinold is is the, the key figure in the play because he introduces all the characters in London's books oh, wonderful. as they come into the bar. Now, how do so folks this get is, to see this? Uh, it's at um, jacklondonhistoricpark.com, and you go to events, and it'll, it's called the uh, Call of the Wild Gala. And it's on now? It's, uh, it's only one night. Oh, it's one night? It's one oh, night. Oh. It's September 23rd. Coming up and, in a couple Saturdays. Yeah, so it's coming up. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, it's dinner. It's, it's a big VIP kind of a thing. It's uh, dinner, cocktails. There's a whiskey bar with artisan There whiskeys. ought to be. Yeah, so it should be a lot of fun if, if you can go. But, um, so I'm doing that right now. And then, of course, uh, I'm vice president of Lucky Penny. And uh, do a lot of the admin kind of stuff and some of the marketing. And well, let's get uh, into Lucky Penny. Speaking and of I'm bars. thanking him personally again and again and again for all he's done to help promote he's, the American Folk Art oh, Festival. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful. So, Lucky Penny, you're both heavily involved. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of bars, because uh, maybe people don't know, but if you go see a production of Lucky Penny, there is a full bar That's to true. be had. Carrie over there yeah. is quite She's a mixologist and is creates amazing. special drinks for the different she shows. She loves it. She loves what oh, yeah. she does. She's in her element. Yeah. Um, so Lucky Penny has really come a long way. It's amazing to me. When I think back that we opened just three years ago uh, in 2015 in, in that site, that the, the uh, Community Arts Center. Which is on Industrial Way Industrial in Way in that little cul-de-sac back mm-hmm. there um, off of uh, California Boulevard. You'd never know it's there. Nope. Uh, you, you've got to seek it out, and it's well <laughs> worth seeking yeah, out. It's like you open the door, and it's like it just goes into these little areas that are – you don't expect to be be there. But, uh, you know, Sue's on the advisory board. Uh, I'm on the board of directors and vice president. And uh, we opened that, that show, uh, Oliver, in January of 2013. and uh, In which you got to play another period character. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, you there. I, yeah, I got to play Mr. – that's his name, Mr. Bumble. Mr. Bumble. Yeah, Mr. Bumble. And um, so we opened that show barely. I mean, we were still building out the theater – uh, Barry and I Taylor remember. and I, I and Sue and her husband and his her husband's workers and everybody were in it. We were in it, and literally, this is a, this is a really a, talk about the, the the pressure of trying to open a theater. The building inspector left thirty minutes before the first audience member showed up for the first show. Oh my! I never heard that story. And gave us tentative approval. There were a couple of little things we had to fix, which we called in. Buck brought all of his crew in that night, and we had to overnight do this stuff. Otherwise, oh they wouldn't God. let us go on the next day. But we got it done, and you know, since then it's uh, it's been phenomenal. It's pretty much built out now. We've got one more space we need to work on, but uh, we've got a rehearsal room. We we rent spaces. We've got tenants now and subleases. That's um, what I wanted to mention. You know, yeah. folks. I was in there just the other night, and they were doing the presentations for the, you know, the the Minute. male role model yeah. of the year. Yeah. It's not just for plays no. and musicals. You guys have organizations come in there and use the space if they need. Uh, a gathering space, a presentation space. Exactly. I think the board's, the board's vision was this should be truly a community a community yes. arts center. Yes, it is a theater, and there is a theater company. But we do much more than that. We do uh, – uh, any nonprofit can have their meetings there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, There are grants available to, to fund those meetings to pay our fee, which is low to begin with, but if you can't afford it. Uh, they do fundraisers. We do shows that we sell out. So, for instance, for The Crucible for Chicago, which is the next show up, the Thursday, Wednesday night shows sometimes we can sell out to a nonprofit. So if your organization, if you're in Rotary yeah. and you want to do a fundraiser, you buy Thursday night. 
uh, for the, a flat rate. You sell the tickets for whatever price you want. You bring in your raffles and your hors d'oeuvres. That's a great idea. We have to run the bar because we have a liquor license, right. so you can't run the bar. But uh, other than that, all the profits are yours. And and now with the grants to pay for the initial cost, it's a free fundraiser for the Elon Profits, and there's not a lot to do because then we put out a full show for you. It's just it, for you and your people. It's members. such a good idea. So the, the service clubs love it because not only is it a fundraiser, but it's camaraderie. So they all get to see the same show together and, you know, how service clubs like to have something to talk about. It's, yeah. it's bonding. So it's, it's really a, a win-win situation. And uh, I believe you also have some side rooms. There's a ballet studio yeah, right. so people can do dance. Yes. There's uh, a space the other night when I showed up to uh, go to the mail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> news. Men making news. Thank you. Men making news. I was blanking on the name of the event. There was a band just rehearsing. You know, you can rent out rehearsal space yes, if you have a that. band. Yeah, we heard that. Barry and I and Taylor went around and we talked to a number of different groups asking, what would you like to see in a community arts center? Yeah. And that was clearly a message that we heard from several sources that there's no place for bands to practice. You know, you get you – get, the, the, the neighbors get tired of the band practices in the garage yes. after a while. I mean, it's okay for a short <laughs> amount of time. So we said, let's do that. So we've got space for that. Uh, when we get the final space built out, there'll actually be studios for piano lessons, vocal lessons, guitar lessons, ukulele lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever people want to do, they can have the little studios for a sw- very small fee and do their teaching there. So it's, it's, it is going to be – and we've had art shows, mm-hmm. uh, which were – phenomenally successful we've had stand-up comedians we've had open mics we've had the gentleman of jazz played one night and people got up and danced you've had magic magic you've had sketch comedy improv it's yep. it's great yeah. all of this information if, you, if you'd like to utilize i'm talking to the listeners now yes, i'm looking absolutely. right at you Dan, yes, but i'm talking I, to the listeners I understand. if you'd like to utilize some of this space for your own artistic endeavor or buy out a show whatever you want luckypennynapa.com and is, is that's it and or two six 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 three zero five and say that uh, one more time two six 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 three zero five and uh, you can get all the information. We'll call you back. Uh, you know, one thing I want to say about Taylor Sue's daughter. Yeah. Taylor picks our shows, mm-hmm. and she has done a phenomenal job picking shows that work. Um, I mean, this year we've got Chicago, The Crucible, Annie, uh, Tenderly, which is the Rosemary Clooney story. Which has never been produced locally that I'm aware of. That's exciting, and uh, that'll be full of all kinds of surprises. Um, Scream Queens, which is a funny little like a B movie uh, show, uh, Miss Firecracker contest, and then the last one of the season is Hands on a Hard Body, which I hope to be in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, call back to next week. No, so. I'm looking at you. You certainly so, qualify. So it's uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Annie's going to be great to bring the kids too. You know, oh, folks yeah. looking for stuff yeah. to do with the kids. The Annie production definitely, and it's right at Christmas. It's the appropriate time that it's it right. was. So you're going to you're going to want all those shows. Out. You can look them up online and and get your tickets now. The American Folk Art Festival dot com for more information about that. Mm-hmm. Um, really, a wonderful array of folk art celebrating autumn and Halloween with a portion to benefit uh, Lucky Penny. A community arts center, which exactly. is very cool. But right now, it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. That's right. It's our Mad Libs style fill-in-the-blank word game. We're Uh-oh. running short on time, so I'm going to give Uh-oh. you guys donuts, but we're not going to talk about them. Don't worry. Donuts okay. are coming. But you know how this game goes. You're a former teacher. Yes. You're going to be good at this. Dan yes. has played in the past, so I'm going to invite you if you want to chime right. in as well. Right. Go for it. I need a noun. A thing. Nightgown. Nightgown. That should be a good one. Let's see. Uh, a plural <laughs> noun. So more than one thing. Um, cows. 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 I love oh, cows. Let's see what happens here. An adjective. A descriptor. Um, heavy. <laughs> good. 
Heavy. <laughs> All right. Let's see where that takes us. Another adjective, Dan, you want to? Well, I would say um, d- d- dumb. 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 Another adjective, whoever wants to answer. Uh, crusty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, wait for this. Uh, another know. thing, is, a noun. Is there a theme in Sue's words here? I'm not sure. <laughs> another word, a noun. Uh, a noun. Uh, well, my favorite vegetable, carrot. Carrot. I like those too. I should eat more. Get rid of these glasses. Uh, and finally, an adjective. Uh, I'm going to make this one word. Okay. Bizarrely glittery. Bizarrely glittery. I love it. Okay. Earlier today, I went on Susan Bartolucci's blog. That's fun to say. Tinselandwhimsy.blogspot.com. Look that up, folks. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Tinselandwhimsy.blogspot.com. And there was a blurb uh, that you had written introducing yourself. And you've now just rewritten it via this. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> via this Mad Libs game. Oh, That's no. it. Are you ready? <clears throat> so this is, these, are, these are the words of Susan Bartolucci introducing her blog. Welcome. I create one-of-a-kind folk art. Always with a pun. We didn't talk about this, but folks can discover that. Mm -hmm. I like to say that you can see my nightgown (laughs) on on everything I make. What kind of a website is this? (laughs) Even literally sometimes. Oh, dear. For me, the journey of creating art is as important as the resulting cows. What? (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. I am I am always on a heavy trip somewhere. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. You know, I am a child of the 60s. That's right. I like that. Most often, without any dumb notions of where I am going. <laughs> That's true. This is good. That's this totally is good. true. All right. Uh, what I make may take the form of crusty sculpture, ornamentation, collage, assemblage, mm. or torched tin. I may use a variety of materials, such as... A found carrot or carrots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Nothing is held sacred. Anything can become art or at least used in a bizarrely glittery way. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Susan, I like that better. I'll have to use that one. Well, it's yours. You came up with it. Susan Bartolucci and Dan Monez, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure thank talking you, to you. Judd. Thank you. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.